What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Kelsey Cook. And we have such a funny guest on today. I'm so excited. Uh, she is a stand-up comedian that we have all worked with over the years. You've seen her on America's Got Talent, the Oprah Winfrey Network, CBS, NBC, MTV, Fox, BET. Uh, her name is Jackie Fabulous, and she is amazing. We just recorded with her, and... Holy shit, you're going to hear us laughing so much. Like the, so most laughed, up. the most we've laughed on an episode in a long time, I think. Yeah, I was snorting yeah. a lot. A lot of snorts. She, I could talk yeah. to her for hours. She's so funny, too. I was trying not oh. to laugh too loud because I didn't want to, like, have the Zoom delay and, like, laugh oh. over her talking. Yeah, right. So, I mean, yeah, that was that was a real struggle. She's so funny. Um, if you're not familiar with her, please go follow her, Jackie Fabulous, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and look up her website and get her album. Uh, it's available everywhere. Uh, called Fabulously Naughty, right? That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she's just the best. So please enjoy our interview with Jackie Fabulous. Please welcome to the show, Jackie Fabulous. so the female energy happening oh my god i've been around so i've been around one guy and my mother i'm so fucking (laughs) (laughs) yeah so what you're in new york you moved back in the fall uh because you were in la what has your quarantine situation been uh, I moved back to my childhood home, so I really, behind all the jokes, I'm comfortable. It's a house that we own. I'm not, you know, suffering at all. Right, uh, right. 
but it's me and my mom. My father passed away a few years ago, so my mother and I, I haven't been home, I haven't been here for 20 years. I've not lived here for 20 years. So it's it's kind of new having my mom be like, you have any garbage? You got any laundry? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you know, I do all that shit now myself, but. <laughs> but yes, I do, please But yes, it. I do, here you go. Here's a gigantic bag of Chani wash by tomorrow. Thanks so much. <laughs> That's awesome. I forget. She gets. She makes my laundry smell so good. And when I did my own in L.A., she's like, "You gotta use Tide. You gotta use Snuggle." And I'm like, "I'm buying what the fuck is Snuggle. on sale." Snuggle. I'm getting what's on sale. And Snuggle. It smells fantastic. I use. I smell her laundry. I'm like, "Oh, I forgot what this felt like." <laughs> I a forgot that touch. Snuggle even was a thing. You remember the commercial with like the teddy bear? And I just thought that was like done 20 years ago. But still I guess working. it's still around. Still on the show. <laughs> still crushing it. <laughs> and then you you said you started you like entered a very serious relationship like right when all this happened it's not a new guy i met him i've known him for 30 years i'm in my 40s oh, wow i met him in college we weren't dating in college he had a girl i was fresh out of high school and i was a, not a virgin but i hadn't had good sex yet <laughs> there's always a, a guy that virgin. pops a cherry and then you're like oh this is it this is way over then you have somebody to do it the right way you're like oh this is what it is okay i'm on board now <laughs> and he he i met him in a business administration class he's a total jog basketball dude we were just friends and then he transferred school dropped out of college blah 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 i did and i finished everything but then he got in the military. I was with my one guy for 10 years. We got married, got divorced. Never, you know, always crossing paths. But yeah. every time I came back to New York to visit, I slept with him. It doesn't matter what I was, it don't matter who I was dating, what I was committed to. He's been the one guy. I'm like, I know that I'm, you know, I'm married or I could, I have, I could have four kids by one guy. And like, But I'm going home for Thanksgiving and I'm going to fuck that guy. So... <laughs> He was just a given. He was just a given. So we always were like, I always felt kind of safe. Cause I'm like, I don't live in New York. So he's a vacation lay, even though I was always in love with him, but he was that guy where you're like, you love him, but you're not going to be together. That doesn't, no one right. gets their, their best lay. No one gets the, the hot guy, the jock. You get the guy that you're like, all right, he's, he's cool. And um, so when I moved back to New York, you know, he was, looking for me he's like i know you moved back and i avoided him on purpose because i'm like i know when i see him it's a fucking rap it's gonna be emotions out the window diarrhea of the emotions and yeah. i stayed away so i called him and saw him i got back uh october 31st my first uh gig at the new jersey stress factory i said how about you come with me because i i wanted to start bringing I, want, I wanted to stop doing the road alone all the time. Being on the road alone was really trying my patience. I was getting, I was having a breakdown. These club owners are fucking weird around the country. And um, nope. no offense that any of them see this, but some of you are weird. No offense. <laughs> no, no offense. Book me. You're weird. You're fucking weird. But I still need to be there this weekend. Um, and I made them come with me to, to Jersey. And the last show I had, March 12th, was when CNN, the world was like, everybody stop. 
Everybody stop what you're doing. Everybody, we're closing everything. Don't touch no one. Don't sneeze. And it happened while I was in the hotel room with him. And I had one show March 12th, and it was lightly attended, as many of my Thursday shows are. And they closed the club. The club paid me for one day, gave me my travel. And he and I started dating the day the quarantine, all this shit started. Oh, my God. Because it was like... So it was, you know, he was just like, he, he felt like he got me. Like, ha you, you were running from me, and now you can't fuck anybody else, because why would you want to? So, <laughs> What a like, beautiful love story. Oh, my God. Beautiful- your, your staple dick turned into the man, like the one. I love this. This, this yeah, guy in there. <laughs> now is not the time, though, to assess whether or not this is going to be the one. I, I know. This the is one the wrong- for the pandemic. <laughs> the wrong time to look at wedding websites is the wrong time to look at dresses i gotta keep my wits about me i'm trying very hard not to be like let's just elope um every time oh. i'm with him i kind of yeah. it always happens after like one of us comes i'm just kind of like we should just go on an elope let's just do it <laughs> that's how much i love him that i have no common sense when it comes to him none at all wow i'm really happy for you though you're happy for my dysfunctional love thank you mary i'm scared for you (laughs) (laughs) i'm not married anymore (laughs) you're not married anymore i'm not married anymore are you serious but mm -hmm. you got (laughs) you got married last tuesday Okay, long story. Wow. Oh my God, I'm in shock. It should be it's about okay. you. Don't talk about me. No, 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 no. We are no, no, no. no, no, no. We, okay. we covered it on a past thing. I just wanted to clarify for you. Uh, well, thank you, because but- I'm walking around thinking you're the married lady. Thank you for opening my eyes. Wow. <laughs> Don't, yeah. They're all in the same book no. now. So reading the same book. Yeah. Oh, well, you're, you're, you're engaged, Elaine, right? Yes, yes, I am engaged. So yes. who knows when the wedding will happen because, you know, the world is ending. But <laughs> it's been fun. It's been fun to still kind of like, you know, pretend that it's still happening. Oh, you're good. And Taylor, I have to read your IG feeds to find out what the fuck's going on with you. I can't keep up. I got to scroll. I'm like, she was engaged. Oh, he's gone. Oh, Sam. I love Sam. Oh, she's fucking Sam now? All right, this is a lot. But I'm going to keep scrolling. I love Sam. Fucking one of the best comics in the game. But that caught me by surprise also. So Can this episode just can this episode please just be Jackie roasting the fuck out of everybody? <laughs> I didn't know that I was on a date. I just right know that I keep track of what's going on in ladies' lives. I don't care about men at all, but women I want to know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh my God. You know what, yeah. ja- Jackie? I think it would be so like useful for our listeners um, to hear your story about being a lawyer and then becoming a comedian, because so many people listening to the show are, um, you know, pivoting their careers or want to leave their career and do something else. Yeah. And that story, I mean, it's so inspiring. Do you mind sharing a little bit of background? Not about at all. That? I uh, I always wanted to be an attorney. That was one of the childhood, the only childhood job I cared about. I'm going to be a lawyer, going to be a lawyer. And I went to college, my degree is in pre-law, and, but I, I'm a horrible, like many comedians, horrible test taker, always got horrible grades. No matter how smart a comic is, if you go back and look at the report card, you're like, wow, you were <laughs> fucking dumb in school. You're brilliant on stage. So I graduated college, took the LSAT, got the worst score. No school would take me. I applied to all of them. The only schools that would take me were the ones that were fucking, you know, bumfuck out of, out of uh, New York. And the one school that took me was a small school in California. 
I and that's why I moved to Cali to go to law school, thinking I'd move back home, whatever. But once I came to California, I because I, I, I hate cold weather. And the worst place to go when you're trying to escape the cold is Cali, because Cali will have you thinking that that is paradise. So I moved to California. I moved to Orange County, California, because I didn't, I didn't know Cali, didn't know where you're supposed to go. Rented a room out of a lady's house, went to law school out there. And while I was out there, the guy that I was with for 10 years here, we eloped in Vegas. Uh, we got divorced less than a year after we got married. I left him. I was like, this is the worst. This is the worst idea. Like I had all kind of buyer's remorse afterwards. And oh. I always worked in the legal field, contract law, real estate law, immigration law, but I wouldn't take the bar. And the only reason I have is fear. There was no reason why I didn't take it. I would, I would make almost as much money as a lawyer would make in you know less high profile jobs. And I just ran from it. I ran from the law, the bar for years. And then I, but I kept having these jobs that were, they paid well. I had a lot of energy after the eight, the, the eight hour workday was over. And I tried stand up after work for fun. There was no career aspirations. Didn't care about entertainment. I was the funny girl at the lounge in the bar down a block from my apartment. And I had my job in the daytime, very easy life. And then uh, I started, performing after work for years until I realized, until people, no, no, I didn't know it. People kept telling me, you're funny, you should probably try this path. So I still kept my job up until 2010 where I worked at Caltech in Pasadena. And they fired me because, because I didn't, I was getting heat in, uh, in acting. I was getting booked a lot, just commercials. I had a commercial agent. And of course, when you cannot when you don't have the time to audition, everybody's like, "You gotta go audition." You get millions of them. When you don't have, when you don't have time to take time off from work to go work anywhere, you get booked for everything. That's just the way the fucking world works. And right. so I just kept the job, you know, with a good salary. Got fired. I was on unemployment for five years. Thank you know, thank you, Obama. And I, <laughs> I took the unemployment and compensated with just you know road gigs, very short lived low paying road gig but i had a salary so i didn't care and i had odd job but the last the last full-time nine to five i had was caltech in 2010 and just you know i guess kind of just easy kind of coasting through life being comfortable being the funny girl who's not a popular comedian at all but funny enough to work all the time and it's it's honestly during quiet time during the quarantine where i was kind of like i'm like what am i going to do you know, I, what am I gonna do with my time? Like I could, I could, of course I could be like, I could write the script. It's going to get bought. I'm going to have a sitcom. I can have all those vision board goals, or I can actually be like, keep the vision board, have those goals, but also work on something you probably will probably be a good thing for you to complete. Cause you ran from it. And that's where the bar came up. It came up in quiet time during meditation. Like what can you do during this quarantine? You don't know when you're going to go back to work. And I'm like, well, this is something that I could do at home while I'm home, you know, while we're waiting to figure out what's going on, I can still perform however, you know, before I realized that Zoom was fun. And I decided to take the bar because I'm like, I went to school in California, I'll take that bar first. The goal is to pass that bar and then take the New York bar afterwards. I don't, I'm not leaving entertainment at all. I'm not going anywhere. This is it for life. But I'm like, why not finish what you started? You ran from it because you were scared. Now I'm like, I feel like the person who ran from the bar was Jacqueline Champagny, my birth name. But I feel, I feel like the girl taking a bar now is Jackie, Fa Jackie Fabulous, which is way more confident, 
way more delusional. I'm a total dreamer now. So I'm like, maybe that girl will pass because she's like, if I don't pass, who fucking cares? But I feel like now this persona that I work really hard to make who I am has a better chance of t passing a huge test like that. So I feel like I'm a different person now. So why not go on ahead and try it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, and so you have nothing to lose cool. now, too. Yeah, it's kind of like a I... nice, like, no pressure time. It's just like you want to do it for yourself. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing it. My, my mom and my aunt were like, because of course your family's like, finally, you come to your goddamn sister. <laughs> I'm, like, no. I'm like, no, bitches. No one's leaving. I'm still going to do this Zoom show with 13 people. I'm not. <laughs> Nothing has changed, but your family feels a you know a deep down sense of aha. We knew you'd come back. And oh so, my god! I gotta. I have to let them have their fun and not you know. I'm like I'm never coming back. But yeah. you know, let them think what they want to think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's <laughs> that so, so cool. impressive. Yeah. That's like that's really inspiring to me because I think, especially lately, I've been very. Um, I'm a little disappointed in myself that I haven't let myself think outside of, I just have to stay relevant. I have to stay a comedian. I have to make sure that I can stay in this business. And I haven't stopped for a moment to go, are there other things that maybe you could do classes you could take, Yeah. you know, a degree you could get like something else you could do that isn't stand up? because like we do, you're right. We have this time to be quiet with ourselves and listen to ourselves and, and figure out if there are other things we could or should be doing or should finish. Cause like I dropped out of college. I had like a year left. I could finish right now. Am I? No, yeah. but <laughs> I probably should be. Right. Only if you want to, if it's not even yeah. a matter, forget the whole should. If only if you want to, if you don't right. want to, you won't do, you'll so spend money on classes and you won't go, you won't do the homework. Only do it if you want to. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And I love the I love law so much. That's all I watch. All I watch are legal TV shows. I you know maybe because I wanted to be a performer. I'm like I could be. Cause then I realized when I had my law jobs, it's not Law and Order. You're not wearing the hot cute suits. You're not fucking <laughs> the whole office. It's not the real world. And I thought, I thought it was, I'm going to be the sexy attorney, make the jury laugh. I'm going to be fucking the judge, you know, on my lunch break. And that's not, that's not, that's not what it is at all. I mean, have you written, have you written that show for yourself? Because I would watch the shit out of that. Oh my God. Yeah. No, people hear me talk about the life I thought it was. They're like, that's your show. So yes. Yeah. Somebody, seriously. That, I, yeah. I have, I, I, when I get off here, I'm going to write an outline because you're the, the 10th person to be like, there's your sitcom. 
You yeah. thought it was going to be this, and it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Who else can do that, Jackie? You. I know. It's <laughs> Who actually, else is I'm always trying to come up with these abstract ideas, and then like, what? That's not even. Do you even know what that's about? No, but it'd be funny. And <laughs> of course, they say write about what your actual life is like. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Write what you know. Abstract. You know. Yeah. And how many people have written shows about lawyers who know nothing about law? I mean, yeah. probably so many. <laughs> yeah, majority. Yeah. Every time I see a, a sitcom or an hour-long dramedy, it's always, you know, a cute actress who, like, you guys are young. You remember Ally McBeal? Yes. yes. I used to fucking love that show, but nobody, Me too. they were just cute. Nobody knew what the <laughs> hell the job was. Yeah, <laughs> just fluff. It's so much yeah. fluff. Yeah. With her incredibly short skirt. I, I remember that show <laughs> so much. Her skirt was, yeah, her it's skirt so was weird like, how we like. It's called to Halabia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so fucking short. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, it's so weird how we fight so hard against the thing that's like easy and that yeah. it takes, like you said, this is not like the 10th time that somebody said it. And now you're like, okay, fine. I did that with foosball for forever, both talking about foosball on stage and starting a web series. Everybody was like, why isn't this in your act? Why don't you have a show about this? Why aren't you doing something with it? And forever, I just was like, oh, it's just because like, that's my weird thing. Like nobody yeah. like can relate to that. It's the most unrelatable thing in the world. Like, eh, it's just, it's not. And then finally, once I was like, okay, fine, let me try. And then like, it's been the most fun thing to do. If they can have a foosball table in uh in Joey and whatever's apartment on Friends for no on reason. Friends. <laughs> I mean that table got no love. It was so irrelevant. Like so irrelevant. Irrelevant yeah. to the whole scheme of what their lives were about. But it was in the show for quite some time. Yeah, part of <laughs> so part of pop culture. Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean to go off of uh you going through my Instagram uh and judging my romantic choices, which like fair point to Not Shay. judging. Uh, You've done a wonderful yeah. job. Thank you're, you. You're doing you're doing what I have wanted to do. Everyone tells me not to. I wanna marry a comedian. And everyone really? is like, Are you yes, I love I have fucked so many comics. And if they see this, they will be like, Yeah. They don't know that there were more than one. But I have no shame. I have no shame. I don't. I used to be like, am I? But it, when I when I die, if a bunch of comedians come to my funeral, most of those guys should be like, she fucked all of us. <laughs> and I'm like, I did. With my and that's heart your other and show. Yeah, that's my other show. <laughs> We've got a lot of projects. Yeah, I know. I like funny guys. I like if they're funny and intelligent. Panties are gone. Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna say, I I love seeing your Instagram post because you are like you just are so driven and motivated and positive in a way that so many comedians aren't because we're just so cynical and depressive. And every time I see you post something, you're just like grateful to be doing what you love and positive and motivated and going for what you want. And it like, it motivates me when I see your post. Oh, that's the, I want people, I want women in particular, but most people, you know, who has, uh, Alonzo Bowden, I asked him for a quote upon my website and he said, most comics are broken toys, but Jackie is a broken toy you still want to play with. And I was like, oh, I was so like, first nice. of all, that sounds like a little, a little shade, but that also, <laughs> that's a lit, a smidge, not enough to be angry about, but that's a little shade in there. But 
You know why? I guess I think the comedian that has had a, a life before this, they come into it with a whole different mentality. When you've had a lot of shit that you've tried, I've tried every job. My resume is so confusing. My real resume, my corporate one, because it's two pages. First of all, it shouldn't be two fucking pages. I'm, I'm not even 50. Why, don't, why, why have I had so many jobs? So I think kind of going through life, because I've always, I'm still, I'm so uncomfortable now. Because I realize, I'm like, I like being around the dysfunction of people who do what we do for a living. Regular people, no offense to you guys, but there's, we have, we don't got shit in common anymore. Nothing. And I can, I've become introverted because now when people are like, well, they want to talk to me and they're not comics, I'm like, this is not going to go well. I know this is not going to go well. So I realize that I've had so much life. I ha- I've had so much trying out different lives before I gave in to this one. That now, I all I think of is like, I'm like, even if I don't get a TV show or nothing big happens, if I'm just a, a road comic, I don't want to be an only road comic, but I'm like, that's still better than every job I've ever attempted. Ever. I will be, I'll, I'll headline Jose's Rib Shack in San Jose, California, before I get another <laughs> six-figure job in anybody's office. I'll be on Suicide Watch. If you see me in a suit too many times, you need to call... <laughs> A hotline because you're like, oh shit, she's not gonna last. She's gonna kill herself. So, Jackie, what what felt different about this job than all the other ones you've had? Like, what was what was that moment for you that you knew? Being on stage, just to always be. I, I wasn't the class clown. I was just always. Uh, Kim Whitley said that I'm a what she called a silent bomber. Meaning I'm quiet, I'm, I'm really a quiet person, but then when I contribute, it's like a really funny, like, oh shit, where'd you get that from? And I've always been that in school, not the class clown, but I have the funny observation. But that was always getting me uh, in the detention, getting me in trouble. Teachers always telling me I talk too much. Guidance counselors saying you're not going to get into a good school. Just no one that it was in charge. They always tried to... <clears throat> squash my personality my family mother and father everyone that raised me included they're all they they always be like you know shh i've heard this more than shh don't the neighbors can hear you you're you know don't try and be funny i knew there was a, a change in how i thought when my father died three years ago and we were putting his funeral together and at his funeral in the church our neighborhood church it was packed this man was very popular but it was packed and they were like, Jackie, we, we want you to say a few words. And I lit up. And my mother was like, no. Jackie. <laughs> she was like, this is not the time. And I was like, this is exactly the time. Yeah, so I yeah, went up, yeah. you know, tears, open casket right behind my father's laying there listening. And I told a joke, a joke that he helped me write that I've done a million times. But I did it at his funeral, killed. Shut the room down. And my mother and aunt in the front row looking at me like, <laughs> and I'm like, ha, 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 I told you. <laughs> so I'm like, and my father's in You're the just staring right back like, like mm-hmm. my father's like, and you made this about you. Like, my father's behind me. <laughs> so when I, re- I stopped it, I stopped caring. Yeah. I, st- I realized I'm like, I'm not, I, I don't crave attention when I go out. I'm not on when I'm not on. But when I'm on, I'm going to give you what you booked me for, what you paid me for. And I've gotten some pride now where I'm like, now this is who I am. If you can't handle someone who is going to be funny, even when it's completely inappropriate, you're not going to want to be around me. 
And I, I took a long time to, I was always ashamed. I'm like, it's not ladylike. What, who's going to want to fuck the funny girl? You know, I, all those. And then and having, and having so many flings with comics, it helped me. It helped me realize that funny guys love the funny girl too. They may not want to date her or marry her, but they will fuck her. You know, and then I had to realize, okay, now you want a guy who actually wants to date you. So I had to grow out of that. I had to grow out of the comic, you know, infatuation. But I guess about three years ago, three to four years ago, I started performing not worried about if I seem ladylike, am I cussing too much, too many dick jokes. You know, I I learned how to do a set where it's not all sex. I know how to divide up the family and work and the world and then close off a little naughtier and maybe add something raunchy. But I learned how to channel the talent into uh, me as opposed to how do you do this? Can I get advice? Now I'm like, fuck, I know, I've had enough advice. Now talk about what happens to you. That's why whenever I'm hanging out with this guy, Craig is his name, I watch him. He does Everything he does is hilarious. He has no idea that he's a fucking joke to me in a good way. <laughs> and I'm like, and, but I've broken up with him 11 times because in the grand scheme of things, he is, you know, I'm here and he's here. But I'm also like, he's also hot. And if you ask me why you're with him, I will probably, top three, he's hot as fuck. <laughs> Any other reason? There are many others, but number two, I look at him and automatically just start secreting from my vagina. I look at him and I'm like, this is the hottest man I've ever touched. And What's I, your number I, one about him? Huh? What's your number one about him? Because you said that's number two. What's number one? I don't even know what number one is. <laughs> number I one. have an idea what it might be. Number one, I think, is that he really wants to make me happy. Not not oh, with money or whatever, but he really cares about pleasing me in all the other ways. And he's beautiful to look at. And then the rest of that shit. But I'm like... You know, I'm like, why can't you end up with the guy that you think is the hottest ever and figure out the other reasons while you go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. That's <laughs> a good point. Like like for Jackie. <laughs> they always uh, tell you, like, you know, why do you, it's not enough, that's shallow. I'm like, we're all going to die, clearly, soon. So why not, <laughs> so why not oh. fuck a really hot guy and just fuck him until you can't anymore? So besides, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'll buy the sh- I'll buy the shirt, man. Like that's, that's a great. I don't see what's wrong with that wrong motto with in life. Right. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask besides fucking the very hot man, which congratulations, Jackie. Very Thank excited. You. Thank you. Thank you. The first uh, one to congratulate me. <laughs> yes, congrats. <laughs> congratulations. You got him. You got one. Um, got one. What What else is like your what, what do you do for self care? Like, what does your routine look like? You know, Taylor mentioned that you know you put a lot of positivity out there. <laughs> what do you do for yourself to get yourself in like that mindset or like feeling good or relaxed or <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm new. I mean, is it new anymore? But I am kind of new to the whole weed thing. Like, I didn't... I grew up thinking that it was, you know, heroin and weed were like the same drug. Like, it, it was just... So I, I went to Catholic school and, you know, I didn't... I wasn't around drinkers and nobody in my family drinks. And part of the problem why I'd run from the, the boyfriend now is that he's always been a pothead. The whole time. And I've always been like, you smoke too much. I can't build with a man who prefers weed to eating. And now, now he's like, nah, 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 nah. See? Because <laughs> now, now it's legal. And he's like, see, it had to be legal for you to not, you know, put me down. But 
in California, I would just try it because every because it's, it's free in California to me it's handed out like candy, and it helped me get out of my mind because I'm not good with that. I don't self care. I don't work out the way I'm supposed to. I eat better. I do. I'm more, I'm aware of what I what I eat in terms of meals and stuff, but. I'm, I rarely get massages. I'm not really good on the self-care stuff. I think self-care is watching a special, you know, I think self-care is, I think, I think self-care is performing and that might be, but it's really not. It's, it's still stressful. Even if it's a Zoom show, you still have to deliver what people are signing on for. So self-care, the most I've done with self-care is just smoke and not, and not <laughs> smoke and not smoke with shame. Like be like, I do smoke. I'm not a pothead, but I do believe in it. Because I thought I had arthritis in my knees, and when I started smoking, all that shit went away. So it actually is a helpful substance. But I need yeah. to work. What I have to work on, I need to work out as a track around across from my house. You know, it's I live in a, a, a suburban neighborhood, and it's there's no one outside. I could run a marathon daily. I'd rather die, <laughs> but I could <laughs> go outside and work out. And so I I've always been on this. I don't work out thing. I am horrible with it. You know, I'm only five four, and you know when you're when you're close to the ground, the fatter you get, you become like an exercise ball. You get bigger and bigger, and you know I need to work out. So self care, unless it's weed, sex, or performing, I don't do anything. And <laughs> it may sound you know, great, but it's not enough. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. You know what I think you do though, because you and I have bonded over makeup and I feel yes. like every time we perform together, you always look beautiful. You're always put together, you know, like makeup accessories. And that is a form of self-care because I'm sure okay. that makes you feel like happy. I feel like when I take the time to do my makeup, I generally feel like I'm kind of taking care of myself a little bit. Like, do you look at makeup that way too? I do feel better. Like, I realize that when I go, cause I'm not going to lie during this quarantine, there are days I go by without showering. And, you know, and I'm like, so what? And when I, and when I feel like, okay, Jack, it's been two days, that's gross. And you should probably, cause when I feel like I'm getting down, I, I'm like a shower actually does help your morale. But when I shower does, yeah. and curl my hair and not just like lip gloss, I mean like foundation, the powder, the, the, the highlight, all that shit. But when you're done, you're like, oh, I'm attractive. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like really cute, but you don't know that when you're always, you know, it not showering and you're not caring. And when I do this for this, like when I get off now, I'm going to go on live because, you know, somebody, somebody yeah. else got to see this. So you have to it, squeeze the juice. That's how I feel. Like, like, you take the time. You, don't yeah. you hate when you get your hair and makeup done professionally and the project is done really soon? You're like, this is not, this isn't over. I need well, to get someplace. Yeah. I need to walk through Target. I need exactly. people to see this. 
Yeah. Like three, three or four weeks ago, I had a, like a business meeting and they had told me, oh, it's going to be on Zoom at this time. And so I do my makeup, try to look nice. And then that time comes and I just get a phone call. And on the phone call, I was like, oh, guys, I thought we were doing Zoom. And they're like, oh, we decided to do a phone call. And I just was like, motherfuckers. What a waste. What a waste of time, of contour and highlight. Like, what the fuck? Like, what, I had am I going to do it for my cats? They don't care. I had that happen last week. Zoom meeting with NBC. And the half an hour before it was supposed to start, an email from the assistant saying, "Oh, he's running late on his Kenya tomorrow." And in my and I, I, te- I text back, "No worries." But in my head, I was like, "Fuck!" Do you have any idea how hard I bought a blouse for this shit? It was so much. <laughs> I was so done up, and I'm like, "What? What's gonna happen now?" I'm like, "Guess, guess where I'm going? You better wake up. I'm coming over right now. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna see this." <laughs> <laughs> oh my so gosh you mentioned you mentioned when we got on that like everything right now is 70 percent off so it's a great time to just like buy clothes I've been, have you been buying I, I, clothes i have a problem the amazon guy <laughs> the amazon prime dude is the same dude and he comes now he just throws shit on the porch like god damn it every fucking day <laughs> <laughs> and i don't i don't know right together I know, exactly. He's like, you need to go back to work because you can't afford half of this shit. I know you can't. And I'm, and I'm, but I'm not buying big, I'm not buying a lot. I like buy something that's like, you know, the size of my phone. I don't like buying a, a contour set and that's it. Yes. And at some yes. point, Jeff from Amazon, Bezos is going to email me like, you cannot order again unless it's more than one item. What the fuck? There's a pandemic. We're not going to deliver a blush. One blush, bitch. You couldn't have got lip gloss with it. I'm like, I only wanted the blush. <laughs> That's all I need. But yeah, also, I mean, if you get like, everything individually, it's like each one's like a little dopamine hit as opposed to doing like a bulk thing. It's not as fun yeah. when you have the, the gloss, the mascara, the contour in one box. I'm like, mm-hmm. why not one at a time? And every day you're like, oh, today's lipstick day. You get the notification, <laughs> yeah. your email. Yeah, it's like an advent calendar in quarantine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just a little bit, a little treat and every day. You know how I know I'm shopping too much? When I go to his house, he's like, are those a different pair of sneakers? I'm like, look, mind your fucking business. It's a, it's a pandemic. <laughs> but yes, they are. Thank you for noticing. Exactly. <laughs> I got him in silver too. Wait, not tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> so I, I have bought shoes. I bought shoes huh? the other day and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I don't go outside anymore. I'm going to wear shoes in my apartment. Like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's when the full body selfie becomes important. When you buy everything and like, guess who's going to see this? Every fucking body. I'm putting it on my <laughs> right now. <laughs> You just need to do like a socially distanced photo shoot. <laughs> You've done you them, haven't you? I, I did one. A couple of great. comics have done them. I should. I, I gotta. Okay. I gotta figure out who to, in New York to. I would love to do. I want to do one of those gritty ones, like on the subway and in Manhattan during. You know, those are always hot to me when you're in the middle of the street and traffic yeah. is not going right then and there. But I gotta find a photographer that is doesn't have the cooties. Right. <laughs> I'd be afraid to get on the subway right now, but maybe no, I know. I haven't been on the subway since long before the, the whole thing. When before this happened, when I tell you that my wake up call, my money, because I was touring nonstop, first time ever touring on that level. When I tell you that I was taking a lift everywhere, 
I thought I was fucking rich. I was taking a lift everywhere. Every I was taking a lift from the Bronx to the cellar. And then <laughs> hang out at the cellar, do my sets, eat food. And then at 2 o'clock in the morning, taking a, a, a lift from the cellar back home. You have any idea? Even lift is like, bitch, are you, do you know that it's public? You can take it. You got it on a train. You're wasting money. <laughs> But I loved, all of my money went towards just getting driven around. Like I, like I had a car service. <laughs> it was wonderful because I could dress up. I could go to do a set in heels and not shoes yes. that make sense. I, I could wear, I could look so cute. I, I would go on stage at the cellar looking like a goddamn tulip. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a, a maxi dress, flowers with high heel boots. And, and even the comics like, where the fuck are you going? I'm like, here. This is my evening, and I bought a new outfit, and I have new shoes. I'm taking a lift home. I'm not walking. Why would I? You know how high heels are? Unrealistic. Oh not the real world at all, but I was so happy. I love that. <laughs> well, we should, we should wrap up, but I, and I should have done this up top, but I do want to ask you, do you have a favorite, like, inspirational quote that you go to, or even, like, a few that you just love because we usually start the episode with that and i messed it up because i was too excited to talk about no. everything <laughs> oh when i wake up i usually just i i wake up it with anxiety and i'm sad when every morning because i do i do pray so hard that all this stuff ends because it's just one day every day is something fucking horrible so i usually wake up and i say let go and let god just meaning you can't figure this out you can't control it god has got it under control He'll figure it out. You will go back to work at some point. Because I moved back home to save money and to buy a house and get, get out of debt and I, all that shit stopped. So let go and let God. And besides that, I can't think of anything else. That's the one I, that's, that's primarily to help me with my anxiety and depression over all this. It's just to be like, you can't control it. Worry about what you can't control. That's really um, all I That's a good one. That's all We've I shared got. one on here before, I think, that's similar that says, uh, let go or be dragged. I like that one too. And that's hardcore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's, a, it's a magnet. I had, I had a magnet that said that in college. And I think I still have it in a drawer somewhere, but it's so like to the point and it's, you know, it, it definitely sounds like a little harsh. And I feel like there's a lot of situations in life that yeah. aren't that clear cut, but with like small day to day things that you maybe are like worried about or giving you anxiety. It's just the, the idea of kind of like letting go and being like, yeah. whatever, like, yeah. That makes I think about the uh the adapt adapt or die. That's how I think now because mm-hmm. I I'm I do a Zoom show at least four or five a week and I know a lot of comedians. I I asked Preacher Lawson yesterday if I if I if I put together a big America's Got Talent alumni show, would you do it? And he was like, Not doing a Zoom show and I was like, What the fuck? You were the most animated man. But a lot of comics are just they just they're like, I don't give a shit how long this lasts, I'm not doing a Zoom show. And you have your reasons, that is okay. But to me, I'm like, it's open mic to me. I go on these Zoom shows and I open my notebook and I'm talking about shit that is not ready for the world to hear at all. But I'll figure it out because these people are at home. Half of them are high, they're drunk, they're, <laughs> they're giving hand jobs during my show. Who the fuck cares? You and I had fun doing the um, Washington, D.C. one for the D.C. Yeah. Comedy Loft. These things are fun, yeah. but but if you, I but mean, I, yeah, I, I've been having a great time. I've been having a great time, but I I understand the ones who don't want to do it. They're like, this is not what I worked so hard to do. I'm not doing a Zoom show, 
So right. I'm trying to figure out, you know, this, you are, you ladies are the few that I know that keep this kind of stuff running, but it's always men. Men will not, they'll have a podcast or a web series come hell or high water. And I don't, I haven't done that. So I'm trying to realize that I can, you know, I don't have to be booked. I can actually do my own shit. I just been really lazy with it and kind of like, I don't, I want somebody to just do everything for me and I just show up in a cute top and then it make people laugh and then get off. You know, you can produce your own shit. I'm like, I know. So that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm working on that now to be more present myself. That's awesome. Oh my god. Yeah. You've so been good. such a great guest. Thank you for coming yeah. on the show. Thank you, so ladies, fun. for having me. I had fun. Thank you for the the female energy. Oh yes. god. <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm so sorry. We need I, it. It was fun. Yeah. I don't know. A lot how of people. I feel bad what? saying like he's a blessing and a curse. I'm like I'm so tired of sex. I need a break. <laughs> say you have a UTI. Huh? Say you have a UTI. I, I you know what? I'm surprised I'll give you I a haven't. Week off. A week. I'll give you like a week off. I haven't had a UTI in a long time, but that'll be a whole other podcast. Bragging. It's a certain time. <laughs> It's a certain kind of a certain kind of pain that gives you a UTI. You gotta have like you gotta have width and length, and he, and he has he has to be drilling you nonstop to cause a UTI. And my guy is so like in the Notebook movie. I love you. He holds my face while he fucks me. It's very romantic. And when I tell him, I'm like, I just want you to drill me, almost choke me nasty word and he's just he's just so in love it's sometimes more often than not it is so fucking whack and boring because he's just so in love with me and i'm like i'm like i want you to almost make me want to call the police and he's just not he's like i can't do it i'm not doing that oh my god well i'm sorry that you're having such loving sex i know (laughs) that sounds horrible when they care about you, that's how they fuck you. Did you know this? I didn't. It hasn't happened in a long time. Hasn't happened in years. Oh I forgot God. what loving sex was like. Uh, <laughs> oh. um, tell people where they can find you on social media, uh, website, all that. JackieFabulous.com is where you can get all of my social media stuff. I have a comedy album out right now called Fabulously Naughty. It's on every medium you can buy an album on. Um... I do have a podcast, Relatable with Jackie Fabulous. It's on iTunes. I'm going to continue doing that with or without guests. And that's really it. That's me just trying to stay relevant and fulfill goals that I let go years ago. And, you're the you know, best. And trying yeah. to force this guy to marry me who I should never be married to. But, you know, we're <laughs> going to die. <laughs> Oh my God. She was such an amazing guest. I know. We need to have like a four hour long episode with Jackie. <laughs> I know. I didn't want that to end. Um, just a heads up guys. Taylor uh, had to run to a meeting. So it's just Delaney and I finishing out this episode. Um, but yeah, please, yeah. please go check out uh, all of Jackie's stuff. She's so funny. Yeah. And um, we have an iTunes review of the episode as per yes, usual. So this is from um k lane it's titled tongue scrapers and minimalism <laughs> uh, it says, 
I binged a lot of episodes of Self Helpless while cleaning my house, and I'm happy to say I'm kind of obsessed. Please excuse me while I jump all over the place in this review. I now own a copper tongue scraper. <laughs> game changer. <laughs> oh, that's from our Alex episode. About yeah, nutrition. I still have mine. I still have mine. Me too. Yep. Me too. Oh my God. It's uh, so effective. Um, yep. And I'm in the process of donating items I don't need and seriously looking into a new career, which is something I've been thinking about for a long time, but now want to make the jump. I love that you all have very different perspectives on the books or concepts that you talk about and are very clear about what you didn't agree with and what did hit home for you. Also loved hearing the episodes about names. Delaney, I feel you with the keychains and fake license (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for making quarantine a little more manageable and all my friends hate me because I start every thought with, so I've been listening to this new podcast. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh <my laughs> uh, with so much gratefulness, Kaylane. Oh, thank you oh, so much, Kaylane. What an you. amazing, that's so nice. You like left all of that on iTunes. You're wonderful. I know. Thank you. What a nice review. What a cool name. What a cool Hell name, yeah. Kaylane. I mean, Kaylane, not yeah. too far off from Delaney, you know? So True. that's me. <laughs> Neither of you have oh. those license plate keychains. No, I feel I feel your pain. Uh, Kels, yeah. do you have any uh, any hot segments or updates or anything? Um, yeah, I can say a couple of things. Okay, so first of all, um, I I wanted to say just thank you so much to um, all of you incredibly sweet listeners who have either sent me messages privately or um, I saw that there was like a thread going on the self helpless Facebook group regarding. Um, me and Kay no longer being together. And I just, I feel very, very grateful that our listeners are the kind of people that want to go out of their way to say like, Hey, thinking of you, sending you love, but also like completely respect privacy and respect that this is just like such a a hard time and a hard thing to go through. So I want, you know, those of you who have reached out, I just want you to know, I've I've seen uh, a lot of the messages and just thank you so much. It means more to me than, you know, you guys totally like made me tear up when I was reading that Facebook group thread. Cause it just was, uh, like an overwhelming amount of, of love. So you guys are really amazing. I just wanted to say thank you to anybody who, um, took the time to do that. And I know I plugged this on the Whitney Cummings episode that is not out yet, but I wanted to go ahead and like say it again now because it's like officially out now and I'm, I'm not sure when the Whitney episode is going to be released but my online makeup course is available it's finally here I'm so <laughs> excited that it's up yay yeah um big thank you to Delaney and Taylor for for pushing me to do it I'm so glad I did uh if you are interested in um being a part of the online makeup course. There are five videos I've made uh, and they're hosted online, like indefinitely. You can sign up at any time. And the link to sign up is on my Instagram. It's at Kelsey Cook Comedy. If you go to the link in my bio, the link will be there. Uh, There's also a a link to it on my website, KelseyCook.com. And it's for everybody. It's for makeup beginners. It's for makeup lovers. Um, There's something for everybody there. And I would love if you checked it out because um, I I know a lot of a lot of you listeners love makeup and um, we got some great messages after we did the self-helpless makeup challenge where I was teaching Delaney and Taylor how to do makeup. So uh, when you hear me, when you hear me promote it again on the Whitney episode, um, just know we, we recorded that a while ago and I wanted to let you guys know now that it is, uh, it is up and ready. So, so go check it out. Yay. 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 Big yay. I'm so happy. So happy I did it. It was so fun to do. 
Big yay. Uh, I don't know if I really, uh, gosh, I mean, there's so much and yet I have no idea, uh, you know, about any updates, but really actually the, the biggest thing I guess is that I am, um, very intentionally clearing more time out this summer. Uh, so I can accept more one-on-one clients, um, because I absolutely love consulting. Um, and it's just like, I just, yeah, it's just, it's been like over a year now and, uh, it's, it's like my favorite thing. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm clearing up some more, some more, um, some like, you know, carving out some more time. So this summer, if you have any interest at all, um, if uh, basically I mainly consult with podcasters, comedians, and small business owners. So if you have not started any of those things, but you have an interest in starting and you have no idea what to do first, or if you're already um, doing stand up or have a podcast or have a side hustle, but you just don't know um, how to scale and grow um, and you'd like to, to do that, uh, feel free to reach out to um, my wonderful assistant, Abby, at Delaney Fisher Assistant at gmail.com. You can also uh, find my contact form on my website at delaneyfisher.com. And basically, uh, no strings attached, we'll, we would set up a quick interview. Um, about the program and I would tell you all the info about it and answer your questions um, and give you the info. So if, you know, if you're interested, just reach out because I am clearing those spots. Of course, I have, I'm going to be contacting the people who are currently on my wait list first um, before, you know, I, I, I have more availability, but that is in the process of happening. So if you're interested this summer to get shit going or to ramp it up, reach out to me, yeah. baby. I'm here. That's awesome. All right. Well, um, thanks for, for sticking around and, uh, what do I said? Thanks for sticking around. It's a weird way to sign off. I just feel like I always say we love you guys. And then yeah. our outro also starts with me saying, Oh, we love you guys. Like I say that so much, but I do, we are yeah. obsessed with you guys and love you so much. Um, but I don't like things for sticking around. Why don't we stop? Why don't we stop? like, eh, you're all right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> You know what it reminds me of is at, during that scene in Anchorman where Christina Applegate and uh, Will Ferrell are like competing who for, who can get like the last word in oh, on the broadcast. Yes. So it's like, and yes. thanks for stopping by yeah. and stay classy, San Diego. And thanks yes. for stopping by. Right. <laughs> like, we'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. And thanks for stopping by. <laughs> and thanks for stopping by. <laughs> All right, you guys, we will talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content and ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. 
Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrists of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album, Savor It, on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.